0: On the we do want to win because winning is the epitome of team members every coach who ever put a whistle around their neck strives to be the head coach at the Ohio State
1: University welcome everybody to another edition of the Buckeye bar guys here on Buckeye bar talk I'm Mike and I'm John I um, Big show tonight as we uh, get ready for the the Rutgers game, the destruction of Rutgers, most likely (laughs) Um, it's always that fun game of the year where, you know, can you uh, like last year's game is dynamic and everything as Ohio State was seem like they almost put me to sleep in the second half because and that's what it seems like this game is usually is yeah
0: it kind of underwhelms you um you should you're expecting to beat this team by a hundred most years and i don't know it just doesn't happen but yeah. there's uh the,
1: the pesky piscataway boys yeah um normally they don't have any issues with them it's just i I don't really think Ohio state normally it's a game that they just don't give a crap about It's
0: Rutgers though. I mean, how can you over like, how can you overwhelm and impress when you're playing Rutgers?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: You got to do everything perfectly and you got to do it, you know, so well on top of that. So not only can you not make mistakes, but you got to execute. Well, just phenomenally for someone to say that you did not underwhelm against Rutgers when you're Ohio state.
1: And you always get, you always get some fan response and, you know, some media response if they don't beat them by 50 it's like oh are we really as good as we think we are? well
0: i mean that's, hell that's ohio state every year against any opponent that's lesser than them yeah if you don't beat someone by you know five scores
1: yeah you're nothing exactly all right so um, before we get into the show tonight i wanted to quickly um something we shared out the other night on social media i just wanted to, to mention it here on the show um we did i um I did throw up a thing about this uh, virtual, um, charitable uh, bourbon event um, that uh, the Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Central Ohio is doing, um, which obviously, you know, Buckeye, Buckeye bar talk, you know, Buckeye bar guys, and we have plenty of bourbon over here. We love our bourbon. So uh, it's a Woodford Reserve, and the Big Brothers and uh, Big Sisters of Central Ohio are basically teamed up to do this event. Um, Of course, Woodford is really good bourbon. and, uh, so basically what it is, is, um, um, it's, uh, a virtual event, uh, tickets starting out are 85 bucks. And, you know, the proceeds are going to go to the, you know, big brothers, big sisters of central Ohio. Um, and basically what you do is you just, uh, you go on, you, uh, buy the tickets online. We will, I will give the website here in a minute, but I also will post, uh, it on the show notes. Um, and then you go down to the um, after you get the tickets, um, the bogey in in Dublin, Ohio. That's where you will pick up all your bourbon supplies and everything that comes in the gift basket. Um, so the events Friday, November 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern um, and the deadline to registers this coming Monday, November 9th. Um, tickets can be bought at HTTPS uh, colon slash slash P2P dot one cause.com so that's p as the letter two is the number p dot dot com, and then it's backslash big night of bourbon and again i will um and that's just all squished together i will post that on um our show notes um so you have uh i checked today they still have tickets available so um gonna be a good cause you know anything that uh you know anything you can do for charity, big brothers, big sisters are good organizations. And, uh, we would appreciate it if, uh, you have, if you have the means and if, uh, you have the time on the, the 13th, uh, sounds like a pretty awesome event.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, Woodford's great bourbon too. Yeah.
1: So great so, cause, great bourbon. You can't go wrong with this. And you get, um, so the samples you're going to get is Woodford Reserve Distiller Select, Woodford Reserve Double Oak and Woodford Reserve Rye. Um I've had Double Oak and the Rye before. I don't think I've had the, the Select. Um Well that's no, that's just your normal. Woodford. Oh, then I've had the Select. So I've had the Double Oak um at a um I believe I had the Double Oak. I had it a couple of years ago at that, at Winking p- Lizard maybe. Yeah, probably Winking Lizard. Um but um i definitely have had the the regular the distiller select and the rye Um, i'm pretty sure i've had the double oak but i love woodford double oaks great yeah Uh, it's good bourbon you can't go wrong with it um so uh, i know they actually they came out with some different ones
0: this year or maybe they had them out but they're selling them in ohio now that a couple um different
1: types of woodford that i've been meaning to try yeah um and their master distiller chris morris will be actually part of the event so that's pretty cool uh I'm sure uh, you'll get to ask him hopefully some questions through that if uh if that's uh if that's you know available so again we'll post this in the show notes um good cause uh if, again if you can uh, do it it's a virtual event so it's you know you know you don't have to worry about with the pandemic and stuff going around right a bunch in a big setting so you just sign up for your tickets go to that bogey and get your supplies and uh yeah good night of uh drinking good bourbon at home absolutely and, uh you know your money's going to uh, some good causes all right so we're going to get into um just quickly uh talking about um ruckers um so they had a they won their first game they beat michigan state um i just had the score here and then they lost last week to indiana so you just I, I mean i know michigan state had
0: like six or seven turnovers in that game so a lot of people say because i think they only won by maybe like 10 or 11 and a lot of people say it had you know if it wasn't for all those turnovers michigan state would have beat them so that's kind of i know they i think they started off pretty well against indiana too um that game was close and then the second half happened so yeah which i mean i don't know i'm rucker's making it to second halves that's something yeah they didn't and, it before
1: and um i mean indiana is a good team i mean i think there's a lot of question marks about michigan state even though they you know beat off beat michigan uh last week um well indiana is going to beat michigan this week they're gonna beat mich- Indiana's going to beat mich indiana is going to beat in penn state and michigan in the same year that'll be an interesting game in a couple weeks i actually look forward to talking to that because i think that's going to be our next big challenge where this kind of uh you know this yeah that we were going to coast through now i don't think they're going to beat us and i don't think it will be close but definitely not a game they're going to be sleeping on No, but yeah but they won't be sleeping on that um so the games that um this week's games, seven thirty, um, and nighttime. I hate when they do Rutgers as night games. I it don't
0: seems what- like they do them all the time. And I know mm-hmm. people like, I I've seen so much on social media. They're like, why would you have Rutgers at night? Why is this a primetime game? It's like, man, I I feel like like two out of the last five years have been night games against ruckers because they want. That's the BTN
1: yeah, well, one night game for Ohio State. Well, I mean, I'll let everybody know why it's a night game. You just said it is, you know, I mean, BTN. I mean, part of the whole deal with BTN is they get every Big Ten school. However, you know, schools like Ohio State and Michigan, they literally get them for one non-conference game and then one conference game. And so the one conference game for Ohio State is always Rutgers. And- right. Right. And you know this year you're not playing a non-conference game, so you know and you know you're getting Ohio State, so yeah, (laughs) that's your night game.
0: Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what they're gonna do. So it is what it is. Just at least we're not in Piscataway. That way, it's not because they got shut out why they didn't get to shoot (laughs) off their cannon.
1: (laughs) Remember how sad they looked (laughs) today?
0: Oh my god, that guy looked like he hadn't shot off a cannon in fifty years.
1: All right, so they got um they have a transfer quarterback uh noah vedro i don't know if how much you really have gotten to look him up um well he was from nebraska
0: i know that i mean he didn't play too much last year i know i martinez was hurt so he got some playing time Yeah, he but, did
1: get in some but it doesn't
0: seem like he's having like a terrific year this so far
1: so he went um he went 21 to 34 for 130 and um two touchdowns, three interceptions against Michigan State and then he had one touchdown, one interception last week against Indiana 18 of 29. So I mean, he's not a he's not throw he does he's not getting he's not getting a lot of yards. He 130 the first game, 169 the second game. 62% completion last week. Um I mean, it's just it seems like one of those things that, you know, Ohio State will probably um You know, really befuddle him. I would assume. I would think so. Throughout the game, um, he's not a big guy, 195 pounds. I'm assuming
0: he's. That doesn't. always I mean, those guys give Ohio State more trouble than big quarterbacks sometimes. Yeah,
1: I don't know much of a. I paid to look at the running stats. Um, how much of? I mean, you got to figure if he was coming through, you know, Nebraska, he'd be a
0: little bit more of a runner. I know i don't think because i i looked him up the other day i don't think he had anything great as far as it doesn't it doesn't
1: really give him a lot on rushing stats so i'm assuming not actually that much runner or it's just not their system's not designed that
0: way that quarterback runs in it yeah um so i mean i don't know they're not they're not they don't pass much i think I think for both offense and defense, um look like Rutgers is in the bottom half of the nation for both of them, which I mean, to Greg shiano's credit at Rutgers, I'm pretty sure was in like the bottom ten yeah. in both those categories, you know forever, so that's something um, but it just doesn't seem like they really got a lot to offer, like their rushing stats. I think their top running backs averaging like 3 yards a carry something like that. So again, it just doesn't seem like it's really anything that's going to give Ohio State any sort of
1: problem. Yeah. Um so their um top running back is Isaiah Pachko. Um you know, he looks like um he had a uh, so he's only he's had 85 yards so far, 3 yards a carry for the year. I mean, that's Yeah, it's not. I just I don't know. I don't think they do a lot offensively. Yeah um now the one guy i was looking at this um actually was their top rusher last week kron adams of course he's from warren and he's actually for a running back i mean he's 5'10, 203 pounds yeah so i mean you know he's from ohio um i'm sure this is kind of a big game for him i'm sure i'm not thinking that he's going to do anything spectacular against ohio state but you know he did run for a 12.6 average last week you know five attempts 63 yards and a touchdown so I mean, this guy could actually maybe possibly take overs, possibly their top back. I well, mean, yeah,
0: come into Columbus once the, you know, impress in his home state. Could happen. Yeah. Um, so they're you know, they're receiving, they don't really have any big time receivers. I can't say the one is like it's like Crookshanks or something. Yeah. I mean I think he's their best one. Yeah. I on. could be wrong on that.
1: So he has he's got um I mean, again, nothing really too crazy. uh Not Garrett so, Wilson and Chris Olave. No, so far his career stats or his 2020 stats are seven receptions for 56 yards. Hmm. His longest 30, one attempt.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> well,
1: or yeah, may,
0: maybe he's not their best receiver. I thought he was. But no, I think he he's their top. <laughs> he's their top guy. That's why I don't think I just don't think they can do a lot. Yeah. I mean, it really sounds like Michigan State shot themselves in the foot with the six or seven turnovers yeah. that they had.
1: Yeah. So um, I mean, I know the that's 38 points. I'm assuming that when we get into the scores later, I think we'll probably both be in that same uh that range. Um um defense, it'll be interesting to see how the the defense does against us. I mean, we're gonna overwhelm them so much, but that is Shiano's specialty and you you know i'm sure he's gonna i'm sure this is a big game for him because you know
0: well it's yeah it's his former team i mean ryan day pretty much told him to hit the road when he came in so yeah i think i mean the way greg made it sound was they have a good relationship the two of them but ryan day didn't keep him he wasn't trying to keep him
1: yeah so
0: i mean shano because this is his first year at Rutgers, right yeah back so i mean he was uh (laughs)
1: <laughs> he was sitting unemployed for a year yeah so of course you know Tennessee only has their selves the blame for that one but. yeah well I
0: mean I'm sure there's a lot of teams that would would have been in better shape with uh Shiano over whoever they have right now yeah um so I mean, I mean South a, Carolina could fire Will Muschamp at any time
1: I mean there's just not really much to talk about with Rutgers I mean they're just the Rutgers that's
0: yeah uh, I know and I, I don't want to like not do the due diligence of looking into them or anything it's just we went over i mean they're not they're not an overwhelming team i don't think their defense is anything spectacular either but again it seems like they're trending upwards because they've played in conference games and they're still only in the you know bottom half of the ncaa even though all teams hadn't played at that time but
1: they have the same record as michigan
0: that is true they do have the same record as michigan so i mean if that
1: says anything for the state of the program then and they might actually there's a there's a possibility they're both gonna have the same record after this week and i know rutgers is gonna have two losses
0: (laughs) yeah i know that's man that's sad for those guys yeah What Uh, what a pompous that kid and i'm not gonna insult you know i don't i that's always one of my things i don't want to be ever too hard on kids playing a game and i'm sure joe milton was just having fun but how can you say that that guy the antoine um is it simmons whoever the guy on michigan say how could you say he wasn't on your radar in the post-game yeah, interview just i don't know
1: who that is just stupid yeah um all right so let's quickly um one of the so I mean we'll talk when we we'll talk a little bit more about records once we get into our three things here at the end of the show yeah. and the thing. Um, so we get the big game this weekend. Um, the Trevor Lawrence lists uh, Clemson uh, Tigers against Notre Dame. Um, kind of, what's your thoughts about that? Going I, into I think it?
0: Clemson's a little bit more confident. Once uh, I'm not going to say the guy's last name, DJ. You know, he actually started throwing on Boston College in that second half of that yeah. game. So, I'm sure that helped them a lot with the confidence. Um, but yeah I'm, i don't know i'm kind of curious to see i'm at notre dame they've ran okay i think clemson's more susceptible to the pass um honestly what gets clemson and i mean this is no shocker this would get any team, but it seems like you know balance is really just what you have to go after them with is don't be one-dimensional of course that's kind of again like that you know what would you try on any great defense of course you're going to try to be balanced but um I I don't think Clemson has a great defense this year, but they could get to that point. And this could definitely be one of those like signature games that kind of gets them over the hump. Uh loss in this game for Clemson definitely doesn't derail their season. I don't see them losing though. I think what's
1: do you have the spread? Yeah, give me one second. I had it just a minute. A- it is um Clemson's a five point favorite
0: that's a lot i mean i i realize trevor lawrence isn't there that's a lot of respect though i think clemson will cover that
1: yeah um the thing i've always said about notre dame and i I seem like the a lot of the notre dame fans have come out of the woodwork this week on uh social media i saw a lot of them yeah uh,
0: they're they're talking a lot of smack
1: over there that um i i always get interested when notre dame gets into these games because it just I always expect them I mean they have good talent at Notre Dame I mean I've always said that the one thing that always drives me nuts is though why can't you get better talent I mean they have such an advantage I mean some of the best high schools in the country are Catholic high schools and you know I mean when you think about it I mean just think here in Ohio between like Iggy and um, St. Ed's and then the you know the Cincinnati schools you know I mean they're so many good catholic programs and then you, you throw in the the don bosco's out in new jersey and you know Saint aquinas down in florida yeah. and miter day out in california i mean there's tons and tons of good uh, catholic high schools i mean you look at the usa top 25 there's always a bunch of catholic high schools well and
0: in- then you know when people get into that just that culture and get used to being a part of you know the the faith-based schools so, I mean, they really buy into that and they kind of want to continue that throughout, you know, college. And like you're saying, they just think kind of have that just affiliation with Notre Dame and our fans.
1: Yeah. And I mean, we know, I mean, we're, I mean, we're, we're both Catholic. I mean, we've you know, we both have friends that literally, you know, like Notre Dame just because because you know, of Catholic. their religion. Yeah. So like craziest thing like and what? Yeah. Something I've never understood because they've always been. For the most part, they've been uh, outside of, you know, me liking me being Joe Montana's one of my favorite NFL players. And liking um, the movie Rudy. And liking the movie Rudy that, you know, Notre Dame's always been in my top five of most hated uh, you know football programs. Um so I heard before people hated playing with Rudy. <laughs> I mean, he was a bench warmer. I
0: got some I got some inside sources on that one. They said he was a jerk to play against. <laughs> I think he, he must have went hard every practice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> um so I think, you know, that's the big that's one of the big games for this weekend. Um I think the other big one which will be interesting to see is uh how is uh Florida with you know their issues uh with COVID and everything and uh have they played? They're playing Georgia this weekend. I I don't know. Did they end up playing last week or not? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well they're three and one. So they maybe not. But they missed the week before. Georgia's four and well, one. Well, I know
0: so. they they missed LSU. I know that for sure. Yeah. So um let's see if I can maybe it. they haven't played. That's yeah. I I look for Georgia to win. And they did. No, they had the brawl. Missouri. oh that's right yeah i don't once ohio state's playing especially if you're playing around the same time i'm not watching you know yeah i'm I'm a fan so i i try to be um you know as educated with what's going on with the other teams as much as i can but yeah ohio state's going
1: first um so the uh, georgia's a three and a half uh point favorite on that one i mean is that being is that being kind of florida or is being kind of a diss to georgia because they have no offense how much oh, three and a half i mean well
0: i mean it's a good game but just, i still i still don't think florida's there yet that i, just, I think I georgia know. covers i think georgia might cover that easily
1: like i haven't been sold on florida in a long time since pretty much urban's been there
0: no yeah. but i haven't been sold on georgia in a long time and i think they've gotten worse each year since that playoff year yeah like that they're a team that is just like like did you ever i mean did you doubt in your mind going into that sec championship game last year that lsu was going to beat them no i mean i knew that and lsu kind of like they had a weak run defense yeah and that that kind of like well if georgia you know that's what georgia does well is they run but it's just like since that you know nick chubb and um sony michelle year is just kind of like with the multiplicity copies of copies <laughs> and they keep getting a little stranger. They get a little stranger each time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um it's just their backs. They aren't what I mean, they aren't what they are. I know their defense is great. I'm not, but defense can only hold up so long. Uh Ohio State, you know, that showed in like twenty sixteen when they played Clemson that eventually it just when you are getting no offensive production, it breaks. But Florida has a good defense too. I don't know. I gut is telling me georgia and it's not gonna be that close
1: yeah i think i mean two it, scores yeah i think for like a georgia team i mean that's kind of a, a two score win feels like a blowout though i mean i think georgia's defense is for real i mean what we saw against alabama for you know a good chunk of the game their defense showed up and yeah just, they uh, were winning you know it's just the problem is you know again that whole you know if you don't have an offense
0: eventually a team's going to
1: They'll bust through. And Nick Saban I mean Nick Saban brought up a great point last week. They were talking about it during the Ohio State game. It's just great defenses without any offense just don't win anymore. It's no, just, you, you can't. These you uh, can't
0: keep it you can't keep a great offense out of the end zone.
1: These these offenses get so many I mean, these they get so many possessions and then, you know, the rules have definitely shifted so much through the years. Everyone's right. f- favoring the the offense now. Um so it's just that's what that's where Georgia always falls short. I mean, you really do need to be balanced. You gotta have a really good offense. You have to have a really good defense. I mean, cause the Big 12 suffers on the opposite side of it. You wow. Know, you know, they they don't have a defense that can you know shut anybody down. I mean,
0: every now and then Jim Trestle's teams could at least throw the ball too. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and then um the other thing wanted to really throw out there is that so the the Pac, uh, Pac twelve, Pac twelve is uh back this week, so they're already down a game, though, right? Yeah, they are down a game. Uh, Washington and Cow got canceled, um. So you know it'll be interesting to see some of the the other teams, uh, you know, are back. You know, how can playing. they cancel the first week? <laughs> you think you'd be prepared for that one? I
0: mean, honestly, how much they announced their season within the same week the Big Ten did, didn't they?
1: Yeah, like a week, week and a half later.
0: So how? could you've not had protocols in place that you weren't spreading covid i mean you get over it in
1: two weeks yeah
0: what 10 days you're going to get a negative test right
1: yeah you should so they had plenty of time yeah i don't know when they're i don't know when their thing when their official testing began that's i mean that's 2020 for you though Mm -hmm. right um so of course the thing that sucks about the pac-12 schedule this week is that somehow usc which i mean don't get me started on usc but how the hell are they a noon game i mean what do i mean what's fox doing there like you know <laughs> well what <laughs> like when's uh
0: is it michigan indiana aren't they a noon game
1: yeah i'm pretty sure but that's they are. that's fs1 that's not uh, even on fox so Like, how can you put, uh, I mean, basically, they're going to be playing football nine in the morning. Right out there. Yeah. And uh, so that's, I mean, that's crazy to think of. Yeah. what That is weird. Stanford Oregon's the night game. So I think that would be interesting. That's the ABC night game. I think we're going to get a good um, measuring stick to see, you know, how good or good gauge of how good Oregon really is. And, you know, they're a nine-point favorite, but I actually, I mean, I think last year was kind of a fluke year for Stanford. I mean, Stanford, I I think they'll be kind of back to where they were that, you know, that just, he, he, the way that they, the way that uh, Shaw runs that team is they're just kind of like a, they're, they're the opposite of so many of the teams out there. So it's kind of hard to play with. Yeah. And so, and they or, really are. It's, and Oregon's had trouble with that over the years. It's so, kind
0: of like your Kansas States and Iowa States and the big 12. It's just like, you don't see this the other 10 weeks of the season or whatever it is and that's why those teams can pull those upsets is because sometimes they'll grind it out with you and you're not ready for that so Oregon Cristobal I mean I think they still I mean they're down Herbert but I think their offense was still pretty good last year right I know it's definitely I don't remember I know it's I know it's a lot different than you know Helfridge and uh, Chip Kelly of course but defenses have been a little behind so i don't know i mean would you is it
1: completely out of the realm of possibility that stanford wins that game no i actually think they could um i mean i don't i don't don't even know if oregon's gonna cover i mean we don't know i mean nine points against stanford that's a big spread for the first game of the season um you don't i mean he's had some great recruiting classes he has um now they could easily blow them out but i mean i'll believe it when i see it i think stanford usually always plays them very tough and you know well
0: that's uh, when stanford could just push them around
1: yes and i'm assuming that he's going to have on offensive line and he's going to have running backs and you know yeah so um definitely i think uh, i think that game will be closer than a lot of people think i think that sucks about this week he always the one good thing about the pack 12 is you always had you know pack 12 after dark you know the that was like always your nightcap that uh you know yeah 10 30 game goofy goofy things happen then washington state oregon state you think they could have picked a better you know why isn't usc arizona state at (laughs) yeah 30 no i i get that or even even arizona utah I mean, that's a 330 game. That really does surprise me that USC
0: Arizona State's that early. I don't know why they, like, <laughs> because Arizona State, I mean, they're not great, but they're not terrible. Yeah. It's just, um, I mean, I, I you get think Herm beat You think Herm beats USC? <laughs> It'll
1: be interesting. I, you know, I, do they have fans? I don't think that, probably not. Being you know, out there, out West, and it's in California, so I'm assuming no. Yeah. Um, maybe arizona arizona state had would have fans but i mean of course they might have the same rules as the big big, the big 10 that big
0: 10s revisiting fans possibly
1: i mean i've heard a couple of things that they might be revisiting i've heard that they might be revisiting the you know the protocols so i mean i'm not gonna assume i'm gonna i mean there was a how many times at the beginning of the season I took guesses just from reading people on Twitter that they were getting ready to revote and revote, and then kind of when they did ended up revoting, it was kind it was of, like the five yeah literally like it came like we found out I think it was on Saturday that Saturday we found out that we were going to be meeting on Sunday to discuss with the doctors like <laughs> and then they might be taking a vote next week and oh, I think my- that was the most official word we had the whole time yeah that was.
0: I don't know. I, I guess it all depends on what USC is looking like. So it's it's hard in the middle of a season, not really knowing what USC is all about to say that one. What's the spread on that? Hold on, I just, I don't Well, I'm you know what I'm saying. Arizona State wins outright. So
1: USC is ten and a half. <laughs> Arizona State outright, ten and a half in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right, nine in the morning. Your first
0: game, Arizona State. Outright, though, they're gonna win.
1: Which you know, Herm's gonna play like, you know, like, just really conservative football. I mean, it's, gosh, that's uh, it might their be, games driving. That might be a very interesting snoozer. Big noon. Game. Oh, that was like who did them in Michigan State? Didn't they play
0: a couple years like last year or the year before? It was like seven to six or something. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible.
1: Yeah. Alright, I'm trying to pull up the Big Ten here, but for
0: some reason it's not working on my ESPN app. Well, we know Michigan's playing Indiana. Yeah. So um I need to know the spread of that before I say what I'm gonna say.
1: Yeah. Just give me one second, I'll get some hopefully here in a second. Yeah, that's um um what'd you say that night game was the oregon state washington state that's the leech isn't
0: even there anymore i know who wants to watch that
1: oregon state's the records of the west all right i got it up too so uh so michigan's a three and a half point favorite i'm saying
0: michigan's going to win and they'll cover so (laughs) Uh, i'm changing it up i think that's just that's too embarrassing i still think they have a competitive advantage over indiana i think they'll beat them
1: i'm actually going indiana in this game i think i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility that's a very close line so i i mean i watched it i didn't watch a lot of indiana rutgers i wasn't interested at all in watching indiana rutgers yeah um i did watch a decent amount of indiana penn state and even though penn state as we talked about last week did dominate you know them on the everything but i watched the entire michigan michigan state game and i mean i'm just not impressed with michigan i
0: at don't all. know if Penix can throw though
1: yeah i um,
0: mean everyone's like he's this dual threat guy i don't i don't think he has that good of an arm and maybe i'm just you know what i saw against penn state maybe i'm not giving him a fair shot there but i don't know i don't know yeah. i don't know if he can spread out that team like what michigan state did and i didn't think michigan state was going to be anything special either i still don't think they are but i mean that's just kind of odd to me that or i don't think i don't think Penix has the arm i don't know i don't think he
1: can you know do what michigan state did in that game yeah you got the the Big Ten, yeah. So we're using my my Big Ten uh that portion is just not working on the ESPN app for me.
0: All right, so on Big Ten Network at noon, you got Northwestern Nebraska. uh, Northwestern's giving three and a half. They're two and zero on the year. Nebraska's zero and one, of course, because they didn't play last week. Um. So what do you think?
1: Who's the Who's the favorite again? Northwestern. So you you said two and a half, three and a half, three and a half. Um. I'm, I'm going with Nebraska. I picked them to win the conference to win the West. Um, they have gotta be hungry to play football again. And now they've actually, you know, unlike the first game of the year where it's kind of, you know, it's new because uh, you know, you haven't got to see anybody play. They've seen Northwestern play twice now. And, you know, Northwestern's only gotten to see them play Ohio state once. And, you know, I right. know both Nebraska and Ohio state, in my opinion, were kind of vanilla, I want to see how Nebraska tries to stretch secondaries because it just, I mean, there was no downfield throwing at all against, uh, against Ohio state. So. And yeah, it seems like Northwestern has a pretty good rush defense.
0: Um, they killed Maryland in week one, 43 to three. They only beat Iowa by one point last week. So I'm saying Nebraska too. Uh, I feel like that they have a real physical team that both lines are good. We saw that for ourselves in week one. And, you know, I think people are just, they've been dogging them. They've gotten some good classes in though, and they're ready to rock and roll. So
1: I th- yeah, I see Nebraska taking this one. Yeah. And actually kind of in a, maybe a little bit of an advantage that they got, instead of having to go a, a first half against uh, Mertz with uh, no, uh, you know, you know your secondary guys being out. I don't know how good Northwestern's quarterback this year is, but uh, you know, no, oh, he's um, is he still that clemson kid? No, it's he, it's a
0: transfer from somewhere else, though. It's um, oh gosh, it
1: is Payton Ramsey from oh. Indiana. Yes, well, huh. she's not bad. Payton, I mean, yeah, he's, he's he gave Ohio right. State some fit sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that will be uh, interesting. He can throw the ball. Um, So, yeah, I I think Nebraska, though. What's uh, what's next? Michigan State and Iowa 12 p.m. on ESPN. Iowa favored six and a half. That I mean, does that to me? That just feels like too much for that game for Iowa. Yeah, like I mean, they're not playing Ohio State and Michigan State. Michigan
0: State gets better players than Iowa anyways. Yeah, um, I don't know. Iowa might win, but. They're not. I don't think they're winning by seven. I,
1: who's home? I mean, even though it doesn't really matter, but uh, I believe it would be Iowa. Um, I think Iowa's probably the better football team. I mean, I know Michigan State looked good last week against Michigan, but I still have a lot of question marks about them because uh, you know them not having um, yeah. you know, a full spring and for mel tucker and just they're they're really behind the eight ball it ain't going to be six and a half i mean that's a three-point game written all over it to me maybe a six-point game so i mean if you're a betting person i would take michigan state but if uh, i think you're taking you know straight up i'm going with uh you know iowa on that one okay
0: well and they're they're own too they're looking for their first win so it definitely could happen all right, Maryland, Penn State, three thirty on BTN. Maryland is zero and two. Or I'm sorry, Penn State's zero and two. The mighty uh, Terrapins are one and one after beating that uh, tough Minnesota team that you know Michigan had their ways with. So, what do you? Penn State is favored by twenty
1: five points. I I don't think they're going to beat them by twenty. I think they're going to beat them. Penn State's going to get their first win of the year. But I mean, I'm I'm all into uh little uh, uh to not to a <laughs> little Tua, Tua's a to his little brother tango yeah Lavo- yeah. Tonga Lavoa, or- yeah i uh, should
0: i mean the guy was <laughs> i should know how to say that by now uh,
1: Tonga tango that will be interesting to see how penn state does against him here i mean i watched that pretty much that whole minnesota game last week and, I mean, he... He looked good. He impressed me. I'm interested he, to see, if, you know, if he can spread Ohio State out a little bit. Yeah. He had... um. It was kind of weird. He started off really great in that game, and then there was a little bit of a lull. Though. It seemed like Minnesota really finally got him, and then, you know, he explodes in the fourth, and... I I mean, I stopped watching the game
0: kind of like in the second half, when it, when it really seemed like Minnesota figured them out, and they were going to come back and just you know maryland didn't have the there was just too much time left on the clock and minnesota was going to beat them probably beat them he- easily i kind of stopped watching at that point and then i i look at i see i think i see on twitter they're like oh my god he missed the extra point i'm like huh and i look at it was the game loser i don't think one of the worst kicks i've ever seen yeah i, I mean blake hobbill had a bad kick
1: against penn state but he was also hurt yeah i i think that um I think Penn State's going to beat them. They're going to beat them easily. I, I just I don't know if they're going to beat them by 225. I wasn't impressed last week with Penn State's defense at all. And like, even though I don't think Maryland's defense is going to be able to shut Penn State down. at all, now, because I think Penn State will have their way with them. But I think it's going to be a pretty high scoring game.
0: But I mean, were you even and there definitely was some effort lapse of effort in the second half by Ohio State when it came to defense. Like like I said, I thought Ohio State could have won that game by 50, and I'm not even trying to be, like, over the top on that. I mean, Ohio State, they could move the ball whenever they wanted to against Penn State, and they could stop Penn State from moving the ball whenever they wanted to. So yeah. I don't – I'm not sure the defense can stop uh, Talia. I'm not sure the offense – I mean, I don't think Maryland is a good defense, but I didn't see a lot of threats on Penn State's offense. as like, scaring me for them, like – yeah like I, I know i think we had talked about that we thought michigan was gonna
1: lose that game to penn state i don't know i think they might beat penn state easily this year yeah i don't. the only thing i just think clifford and fairmouth they don't they're not gonna stop fairmouth i mean they don't have pete warner
0: yeah it and up. that. i mean that's definitely an x factor because he's he and is it, the best at what he does in the country
1: and minnesota who does throw to their tight ends and stuff they were you know handling maryland fairly well yeah yeah, yeah. and you know and I get it. They're two backs down, but I mean,
0: I don't think between- Penn state's going to win. I just, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think Maryland's going to yeah. win. I just, I don't think Penn state's winning by 25.
1: Yeah. Me. And actually I kind of, I mean, I agree with that. All right. Uh, Minnesota and
0: Illinois battle of Owen twos, Minnesota touchdown favorite. Oh, God, there's a lot
1: of snoozers in the count. Know, week.
0: And that's a 3:30. I hope there's a good national game on at the time.
1: Well, that's Florida. Uh, oh yeah. Georgia, that's, so. that's
0: the, what do they call it now?
1: I don't, it's not the cocktail anymore right it'd be the cocktail party i'm sure that's been changed too i mean yeah I'm, i don't want to go down that tangent because you know this <laughs> is like, <laughs> right like, i don't like we got be here for hours i mean especially when you i mean it's college i mean whatever <laughs> like have some fun with it yeah, yeah. um so uh, what's that spread uh minnesota favored by a touchdown seven yeah i'll give it to them they're hungry i haven't seen i only watched i mean i did watch a lot of illinois that first week just because i was interested in seeing wisconsin and yeah they didn't look good they didn't look good against them and purdue
0: beat them by a touchdown last week yeah I'm, i'm i think minnesota beats them by a touchdown now how bad does uh minnesota or yeah minnesota and michigan look though if um (laughs) illinois
1: putting up a bunch of points on minnesota well then i would have uh how bad's michigan's defense then yeah i would i would worry i mean there's things about uh i mean i'm really looking forward to later in the year when we get to really start talking to about them um hope uh i hope wisconsin plays them because
0: is there any truth that wisconsin sitting out the season you
1: think i don't know it's if they can't get this under control that'd be real crummy to do to everyone else yeah i mean i guess though no. thank god ohio state doesn't have them on their schedule
0: no yeah, no doubt about that all right well the next game's your postponed or sorry your canceled game because big 10 didn't leave itself any time for postponed games
1: yeah
0: um so that brings us last game of the night rutgers ohio state and columbus Ohio State's favored by 38, of course, and we'll get to that later. So. Yeah,
1: so let's start with our our three things. So what do you think on uh, Ohio State's offense against the Rutgers defense? What's, what's the Buckeyes offense got to do?
0: Game plan, I think, is to get one of your running backs over 120 yards. I don't know which one it is. Um, I don't think you really got to do anything with, like, fields in this game or, you know, Getting the receiving game in any sort of rhythm looks like the offensive lines firing on all cylinders. So, I think whichever you know you want someone kind of to be established as the horse this week, and I think you're trying to get them between you know 120 to 150 yards on the ground.
1: Yeah, I actually I, I kind of agree with that, and it's I I don't think I think he's going to really go into this game as a head coach that you know I got to work on some stuff my running game i have to work on that i got to get them feeling good about those yeah so, i mean even though Teague didn't look bad last week uh you know i got to get them look i got to get everybody feeling good about the running game and might as well do it against rockers i mean that's yeah and, exactly and, you know and that helps you keep justin upright if you're not doing you know i mean they can go if they go into just a straight planned straight running game i mean Keeps Justin upright, so he doesn't take have to take too many unnecessarily hit, unnecessary hits. Um, they should be able to still run on them and get up on them. They should be able to. You should be able to get into this game and kind of feel like this. Okay, this is an Ohio State running game, even though it's against a lesser opponent, and you know, so it might not equate to later in the year. But you know, you got to get them going now. Uh, all
0: I can say is, after the next two weeks, if you still have doubts about the running game they think it's a weakness then they may be in trouble
1: yeah because they do need to be a little bit more balanced than they are right and
0: you gotta you gotta look dominant on the
1: ground though yeah um so my thing with um my thing i would say is keep everybody as healthy as possible i mean this is a game that you should get your running game going and use all your offensive depth because you know i want to see i want to see the kids in this game i don't care if just i mean nobody nobody in the heisman trophy mix is gonna he only threw 100 yards against rutgers and been like they do look at that stuff and be like well they took him out after the right first quarter and a half but
0: i mean if think about if he goes six for six or
1: whatever if he keeps that percentage way up i would like i would be if as long as he keeps the touchdown when he does throw the ball as long as he's still is accurate, he still gets his touchdowns. I think at the end of the day, that's all that's going to matter in a game like this. They're not going to be looking like, yeah, everybody thinks that, well, if he throws for 400 yards against Rutgers, that's just padding the stats. I, I mean, I think if he throws touchdowns, that's all that matters too. So well, I
0: mean, Trevor Lawrence threw 400 yards against Georgia tech. That wasn't
1: just padding the stats. Yeah, that was whatever. <laughs>
0: now i I, yeah i agree um i also think so i mean i am looking at the run game sorry to add a second one i'm kind of thinking that they're gonna try to get Jamison williams like big play time yeah i would like to see that i mean i don't think Olave and wilson honestly i think they're gonna and i could be completely wrong but i think they might go a little easy with these guys they might not have them in there very long no i think they're gonna start working on depth and working on running game no so
1: defense what do you think
0: that's that's hard because i don't again i don't think their offense does anything that you're really looking out for so i guess just you know maybe bouncing back from a weak secondary game but i i don't know if they're going to try to throw at the corners i mean they may because they might say that you know they gave up some plays against penn state but so i guess i'm looking sean wade to kind of bounce back seven banks just prove that you know, they got short memories and show how good of players they are.
1: Sometimes you just Marcus Hooker is going to get another interception. Sometimes you mine's with the secondary. Sometimes you just need a, a good a feel good game. And if I if, am if Ohio State's defense, a thought process in there, I'm putting Sean Wade and seven banks, both in man, man coverage the whole game. And I'm putting them right up on those guys. I'll get aggressive and bump and run, you know. This Team ain't going to beat Ohio State, so you know, embarrass these receivers. That's what I right. would say. You know, just get right up in their faces and embarrass them. Figure these, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm also kind of looking forward to see, um, because I think the personnel starting to show that you're better off with Proctor on the field, too. So I'm kind of looking to see if they're going to start transitioning more into again a two safety look,
1: yeah. All right. And then just your uh, what do you think on uh, your one player or players that uh, you think that uh, you'd like to either see step up or be a breakout player or just, you know, show up, you know, Trey Sermon. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I uh, think Trey Sermon, if. I like where Master Teague is at. I would be fine if they said Teague was, you know... I, I
0: like Master Teague more of a runner than Trey Sermon. But I just think it is true when people say, though, that Trey just, he's a little bit shiftier. Oh, he's a lot shiftier. Yeah. That he does give you... I mean, you and I both said at the beginning of the year, he, we both projected he's going to have more rushing yards than Master Teague. He's not on pace to do that. No, So we could be completely wrong, but if he does give them that option that he's a little bit shifty or they can hit bigger runs. It's, I mean, that's helpful for a team. So I'd like to see him get a couple more handoffs in this game that he gets,
1: you know, the lion's share of the, the running responsibilities. Yeah. Um, who I'm going to say on players and I'll get to him here in a second. So I do think actually in the first half, I think they're going to be much more conservative. They're going to let Justin feel throw at some, He's going to get touchdown passes. I think they really want to establish this running game, and but in the second half, who I'm really looking forward to see, and I want to see have big games, is those two quarterbacks <laughs> and those four freshman receivers. And I think that we're going to see some fireworks in the second half. And I don't think Justin, I don't think Day's going to, I don't think he, I don't, I don't know if Greg Schiano is going to get an apology after the game about. I, uh, I don't. I think Day. Yeah. And I think it's a very dangerous Ohio state team
0: too, because they completely overmatch Rutgers and they may know that, but it's a night game. So you don't really have time to go into this sleepwalking because yeah. you got all day to think about. So it's not really like a trap game. We've seen emotional games in the past, like 17 when they beat Penn state by one point and they come out flat against Iowa. Yeah. So you just beat Penn state. I mean, for all accounts, you, you kick their ass and people were talking about you not being that good. So I think, you know, it's, it's too late in the day that you're not going to come out sleepwalking in that game. And they're going to be angry because people came out of that after, you know, a pretty dominant win saying all the things that they do wrong and no. where they're going to lose at the end of the day. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of scared for Rutgers. In this yeah.
1: one. All right. Score times. What do you think
0: I've been going around with this? So I had a score in my head all week. It was 66 to three. I thought they were going to score. So what would that be? That's nine touchdowns and a field goal. I think they're actually going to try to work on their kicking game a little bit. So I'm taking away um, one of the touchdowns. So I think that would put us at 62 to three
1: is what I'm saying. (laughs) actually uh i was in a similar uh thing um so i was uh i was bouncing back and forth or is it an all touchdown game or is there a couple of field goals in there so i'm gonna go with it's an all touchdown game i have it 63 to nothing i think that I, i'm just like i said i haven't really watched a lot of ruckers but i did look through their stats I, i'm after I saw from Michigan State last week, I'm surprised Michigan State lost to him. So it's like you know, yeah. And Shiano might be a different coach, but I, I just don't see. I, I'm not impressed with anything I'm seeing right now on the offensive she, side of the ball. Shiano's
0: then. signature win
1: for this year was that first week. Like I'm, I'm just not. He's, see- he's not going to get that signature win for a couple years. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm not, I'm not seeing it anywhere that they're going to be able to put up things. I think this is that type of game where Ohio State they don't want to get injuries but they just and they're going to use a lot of depth in this game and i really believe so and they're just gonna they're just gonna just just keep throwing depth at Rutgers. and i
0: don't i mean julian fleming i think he's getting his first touchdown this week
1: i i could see it i I, like i said i I just said i i think that second half is really you're gonna see both freshman quarterbacks probably i'm i'm hoping the whole second half because i
0: yeah i don't want to see i'm and i'm sorry to gunner hoke i know we didn't see him a lot last year but he's not the future of this team
1: yeah you know and i, and I think see, those guys
0: are better than him.
1: and i want to see all four i mean part of it's for health reasons i don't want you know fields and alave and wilson taking too many unnecessary hits when you don't have to and i want to see what those four freshman receivers can do
0: i mean i don't anticipate any of those guys playing into the second half no but i mean they could we've seen it before yeah we've seen dave brings guys out when games are in hand he brings them out Later on. And that could have all been getting Fields ready for his system though last year. So it might be a different
1: story this year. Yeah. I I think we're gonna see we're gonna see them establish the running game and let Fields get a couple touchdowns. I think they're gonna have a very nice thirty-five forty two nothing lead going into halftime, you know. Yeah. And, you know, then the second half is just, you know, those last three, four touchdowns are gonna be the freshmen. And who knows? steel chambers might break a few yeah and that would be interesting to see how he especially if even though it's supposedly against you know ruckers's first team you know i don't know what the drop-off is but if master teague and sermon can't necessarily establish themselves early and uh Steel ends up when, you know, having a really good second yeah. half. It'd be interesting then what the game plan going forward is with I, that.
0: I mean, I understand north of four yards per carry isn't what we're used to, that we're used to, you know, seven yards per carry. But there, I mean, there was no reason to go away from Master tiger Steel Chambers against Penn State. They were effective runners. We want dominant runners though. So, yeah. So yeah, I I agree with you. If they're not, if they're showing, if they're looking like they did against Nebraska, I think Mass or Steel Chambers will get an earlier, yeah. earlier call this week. Yeah.
1: All right. I think we that uh, will do it for this week. Um, I mean, I'm I think we're both expecting this one to be a pretty. Uh, I think our eyeballs might be oh, you know I just drifting not, a little bit to some of the other games. Does but. Brendan
0: White have an interception?
1: no (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not maybe against one of the freshmen but no
0: okay so yeah i don't i don't think we are though i don't they don't match up anywhere against ohio state there's not one spot that
1: they're better than us on either side of the ball brandon white will get a bunch of hugs at the end of the game it'll it'll be good to see him again He might have a lot of tackles I do I I mean, I do regret that they couldn't, you know, I mean Pete Warner and the way that they redid the system last year with the the three and one that I mean kind of screwed Brandon White and that type of thing, but it worked for Ohio State. I do like Brandon White. I thought he was the at the end of uh that abysmal 2018 defense It was like he he was piecing it together he was like that uh the one shining hope you had uh (laughs) of course why it was
0: nebraska he had like a breakout game right yeah and then maryland he couldn't make a tackle yeah but nobody could in that game all
1: right so uh just want to remind everybody just remember to subscribe to us here on youtube and uh, like the channel uh, or get the all notifications um same thing with uh all of the podcast networks um you'll see our link tree And the show notes that will get you to all the different podcast networks it will get you to our YouTube channel and we'll get to all the social media feeds. So um, please, 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 please follow us across uh, all of our feeds, you know, pick your podcast provider, follow us on YouTube and uh, all the social media things. It helps us out greatly. And uh, outside of that, and you also, you know, we just love. Love talking to all of our fans. Um, so hope everybody has a good night. And we will, um, before signing off, I do remind everybody, remember, if you are free on the 13th, uh, the 9th, that big night of bourbon uh, sounds like an excellent event when and helps out the big brothers and big sisters of Central Ohio. So uh, we'll have that in the show notes as well.
0: All right, everybody. Thanks for coming out tonight to the Buckeye Bar. I'm John.
1: And I'm Mike. Oh, I O. I